Welcome back to Of Dyson Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. I'm Joey, the DM of this adventure, and I am so excited to be joined by my favorite disembodied spirits in all of Noctara. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing good, man. Good to be back. Nolan here. I play Mo the Monk. You know, he's got a lot of questions that maybe this episode will get answered. I don't know. But I do have to admit to you, I'm, uh, I'm kind of tired today because I had this dream last night that I was a muffler and I just woke up exhausted. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm Greg and I play J.R. Randstar. And uh, so along with his hat and cane you think those are his only accessories that complete the outfit but no 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 according what he learned in his class etiquette 101 that you need all accessories otherwise you might as well be naked so he also has a pipe and a pocket watch with his family crest on it that he got on his sixth birthday while none of his family came oh oh my god <laughs> every episode are you gonna give us more accessories yep. that <laughs> great well-dressed chef I'm Rachel. I play Tana, a fiery tiefling who may or may not have gotten drunk in real life and burnt down a boat, or at least tried to, in game last week. Sorry, boys. It all worked out great. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Aaron, and I play Finian, the somewhat pasty and rather malnourished-looking elf. Uh, also, I like eggs for breakfast. <laughs> you are Finian. Insightful. I don't know either one. <laughs> <laughs> Someone on uh, Facebook today said that Finian, a.k.a. Aaron, has a very soothing voice for radio. Ooh, I do, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> very sultry. Guess it's a good thing radios don't exist in this realm. <laughs> you could say Finian has a good face for radio. <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm Sarek. I play Heen the Scion. And Mr. Joseph, tear down this wall. Oh, no. And for those of you who don't know, I just knocked the DM screen down. You destroyed oh. my setup. You should have seen the look on his face. Yeah, and I feel he very, very betrayed. He looked very put out. He looks betrayed, but not surprised. And with that, I think it's time for our story to continue. All right, gentlemen, raise your glasses. Actually, in this case, cans, it looks like. Uh, alcohol may be man's worst enemy, but the Bible tells us to love thine enemy. So... Cheers. Wow, that's cheers. Really good. That's cheers. cheers. <laughs> Chapter 4. Shoot the Messengers. Last time, the group sailed away from the Path of Malice aboard the sinking ship. Tana befriended Zai, while Finian befriended a warthog named Dergus. It didn't take long for Triton peacekeepers to board the ship and search for contraband, though they were quickly dispatched. Captain Deadbeat Dick, a large, colorful parrot Aarakocra, rips his scimitar out from the peacekeeper's chest and kicks him to the ground to join the other four Triton souls, all of which are dissipating as their essence slowly breaks away. Behind him, in the hall, are his crew, who share hushed whispers about the horrible luck that comes from sailing with a tiefling. The captain scratches his beak and glances back at them. Well, I'd have battled my balls or get back to work. There won't be no bodies, but there will be some someone looking for him. So immediately his crew jumps into action and the captain's gaze returns to you. Well, that could have gone better, I'd say. Well, yes, we were doing great progress with him before you stabbed that man. Ah, <laughs> I, I had to do what I had to do. Unfortunately, the other four were already, well, fading. Well, you know what they say, water to water, fish to fish. <laughs> My wife likes that expression, too. <laughs> well, uh, let's try not to 
incite more violence on our trip, shall we? And Captain, I'm very sorry that I blew up part of your ship. Uh, right. Uh, it was either that or burn it at sea, and nobody likes a fire on a ship. Sorry. He'll nod slowly in agreement as he looks around and, and sees the walls have been shattered, revealing the rooms on either side of the hallway. <laughs> All right, well, get this fixed up bright and new, will ya? I'd rather not drown a second time, you hear? Where's the material for repairs? All right, it's, uh, and he'll point to the back of the hall. It's, it's in the back room, the, the ship's old. You'll find lots of wood and nails and what have you. Okay, thank you. Do you oh, happen to have uh, any bandages back there? Oh, uh, well, we are ghosts, so uh, I'm afraid not. Why, have you been wounded? Well, it appears that ghosts can bleed because, yes, I, I guess I... Yes. I reach into my pouch, such as it is, I'm a ghost, and I pull out mm, a handful of berries. What exactly are these? Those should provide some... Healing and sustenance for you. Uh, Your wound should recover nicely if you eat all of those. Okay, okay, Elf, thank you. How many points can I get back from those good berries? I lost eight in the battle. How many did you eat? How many did you give me? Eight. Fantastic. <laughs> you gave her eight good berries? I can make ten in a day. Wow, wow, wow. what a uh, great spell. Uh, thank you very much, Elf. Uh, you know, I, I feel better physically, but something's still not quite right. I'm going to go up on deck, maybe get some fresh air. Um, what do you mean you don't feel right? Those should have fully restored your health. Um, I don't know. I, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to explain. Something's just not quite right. Maybe it's, maybe it's seasickness. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to perform a medicine check on her. Sure. Would you mind if I looked you over? I guess. I mean, my wounds disappeared thanks to those berries. 18. She, she seems fine. The wound is healing well, and from what you can tell, at least physically, she's okay. Has anyone seen Zai? She is not here. Yeah, she's slinked off somewhere. Okay, I'm going to go up on deck and um, just get some fresh air. Thank you. Thank you again, Finian. Sorry that You're I welcome. almost burnt down the boat. Apologies. <laughs> I mean, you could help us fix your mess. <laughs> <laughs> I pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs> I'm going to go locate Dergus. Yeah, sure. All right, so I head up to the top deck as well. I love that the two caused the most yeah. damage. When he leaves, I'm going to turn to Mo and be like, they have all the magic to destroy the boat, but nothing to fix it, right? <laughs> ah, that so is why we have, us that is why we have the two of you. So come, follow me, and I'll motion towards the uh, hold where the captain indicated all the extra materials oh, yeah, were. Yeah, I see how this is. Tana, are you okay? I'm fine, Elf. I'm fine. Uh, help me see if you can't find Zai. I, I still can't find her. I go find Dergus. Dergus is with me as I head back into the, toward the whole yeah, ship. Yeah, in the lower deck. So as I guess as you walk down the stairs, you see Mo, take that end and JR, that end. Do not lift with your backs or you will break them. Understand? I mean, that makes a lot of sense, but Sensei always says you should lift with your back. You get the most power out of your back, especially oh if you do it really rapidly. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to walk real close to you. How you get Mo to do stuff, guys? I think he works like Simon says. <clears throat> Sensei says, pick up that log. <laughs> you know, 
I feel like that was something Sensei would have said, but it feels closer to Sensei would be like, now you're supposed to break that log in half in front and impress everyone. Huh! And then I'll hurt my hand. <laughs> you're not supposed to break them. You're supposed to hammer them into place on the ship where the holes are. Well, why don't you come over here and help us? Turn to uh, Heen and I say, uh, while I was up on deck, um, Tana asked if we could locate Zai. Okay. I will look. Mo. Take this, and I'll pick up a bag. And it's just a bag of apples. Say, Not a bag of hammers? Not a bag of hammers. <laughs> Dumber them. A bag of hammers. <laughs> These are very important for morale, okay? It is very crucial you do not break them with your might. So follow JR. They will guide you to where they need to be. Wait, no, I know the perfect place to hide these apples. Here, here JR, follow me. Just follow me real quick. Yeah, yes, yes. As an aside, are you going back to the prison pocket? Well, no, no, no. We're not going to the prison pocket to eat all the apples. Why would we do that? Mm. Yes. <laughs> I would like to make a hiding check. <laughs> you may. Should I do that too? Yes. Uh, Oof. I, I also, hide in the prison pocket with an eight. <laughs> See, also, I also got a nine. Dumber than bag of hammers. <laughs> you can just hear us. <laughs> yeah, you guys crawl into the prison pocket, realize that you're dead. You can't eat these physical apples. And so the rest of the boat can just hear you whine. But Derigus was interested in the apples because Derigus is a pig and pigs love apples. Yeah, so. I'm trying to shoo him away. Get out of here, Tingus. <laughs> Derigus! <laughs> There it goes. I'll leave the chaos that's unfolding. I'm, I'm hoping they're just going to calm down a little bit so I can eventually get them to actually work. We'll see. So I guess as I'm looking for Zai, I'm going to be looking in the shadows of the hole because there's not any rooms left. We kind of destroyed them all with the explosion. Sorry. But it's Zai. She's going to be hiding somewhere. Right, right. So um, I guess I'll do an investigation Perfect. Check. 15. Uh, 15 is enough. You're spending enough time to look around. She is exactly where you expected her to be, just sitting in the corner in the shadow of the ship's hold. Uh, she's just kind of slumped up against the wall. Even though there's no blood, you can see she's instinctually applying, applying pressure with her shaking hands to what looks like a deep harpoon wound in her side. Though on second glance, you notice that her soul is slowly unraveling around that wound, evaporating a lot like the Tritons did out in the hall. So I'll go up and I'll slowly approach her and I'll, uh, and I'm going to sit down next to her. What? Can't I die in peace? It is possible, but is it preferable? Well, of course it is. Sure. Uh, fine. When have I ever gotten what I want anyway? Stay, ruin my death. Why not? Ruin your death. It appears to me that death would be a relief. What about this situation looks relieving to you? It hurts like hell, and it's made so much worse having to spend it with, with some random gif. No, no. I mean, I mean, death must be a welcome release after a life so hard. I, I've seen your kind before. Oh, yes. Uh, my kind. I'm sure you've seen my kind. You've profited off of our misery, just like, just like the mages who think themselves above us. Uh, I'm still not feeling very well up on deck, and I can't find Sai anywhere, so I'm going to come downstairs to the lower deck where I see these two uh, 
hammers. Uh, actually, uh, you don't see us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I hear these two hammers trying to eat apples. <laughs> and I call down to where they're not hiding very well. Hey, have you seen Sai anywhere? And then you just hear her completely quiet. <laughs> I know she's not working on the boat with us. <laughs> He's in the hole looking for her. Uh, so I'll just make my way over there. Magic does not define the worth of a life. Yeah, easy for you to say. No, magic is not a destiny, not even a blessing. Magic enhances the ability of that which it touches. True, but it can taint one with its corruption. The mages of Dragonspile, I presume that's where you are from. I have seen them too, yes. I have seen the abuse of this enhancement. And I've seen the way it changes people. And I have seen how it is used to harm. So you've seen the mages of Dragon Spiral, and you've seen my kind before. And yet, what did you do? I fought back. I stole. I killed. I did what I had to do to, to survive and to take my life back. And I swore I'd never let another mage take advantage of me again. I lived free. Or tried to. <laughs> And so, too, you shall pass. I'm glad to see such spirits, even from one who has so little left. And gesturing at her wound at this point, I can tell it's, it's lethal. Yeah, it's getting worse and worse. But that, pointing to the wound, might be what sets you free. A, a life filled with suffering and pain, pointlessness and hopelessness. Is that a way to live free? What point has living free if it leads to endless torment? Um, by now mm -hmm. I've made it to the hold and um, I can hear you two talking, but I'm worried that if I go in there, you might stop. So I'm just going to eavesdrop at the door. You know, I, I often wondered that what was it worth it I, laying in that filth I called home, trying to fall asleep, wondering why I should even wake up the next day only to suffer more. So why did you? I, because, well, because I thought that surviving would earn me a place in the path of tenacity. That the more I fought, the more mages I killed, the better my chances of ending up somewhere better so that my suffering could end. I, uh, I <laughs> who was I kidding? I convinced myself that it was for some grand purpose, but the truth is nothing gave me more joy than their agony. I can understand that. The familiarity is uncanny. What, you? Who, who is at the wrong end of your dagger? I do not remember so clearly. The past life is hazy, but there is a darkness there, yes. A heaviness of past actions. I see clouded images of suffering and pain, and not only of mine, misery I must have caused. Some probably justified, some I suspect not. <laughs> but the difference between us, I believe, is that my place in malice is, is earned, while yours perhaps is not. Yet, as I say that, I'm reminded that our place here in the paths was dictated by Logol itself. Who are we to question its divine judgment? Uh, I, I... I didn't ask to be born, you know. 
especially not to a pair of magicless nobodies and dragon spiral. Then to not even have relief in my second life, it's, it's... I know. It is pain, living in a world so full of cruel and malice. But, but not for them, not for those arcane thieves who stole any chance we had at happiness, just because we lacked magic. I... If it helps, I agree with what you did, but I am still sorry it happened. Uh, by now I can tell that Zai and, and Heen are not just talking. Um, I have a pretty bad headache. I'm not feeling well at all, but I, I open up the door and I see that Zai is wounded and I just, I don't even know what to say. I just, Zai. Damn it. All I wanted was to, I wanted to die with some peace and quiet. <laughs> Sadly, it would appear that you got us instead. <laughs> if only you were more peaceful and he more quiet. <laughs> I, I didn't expect to make friends in this miserable corner of Noctara. I'm, I'm almost glad to have met you. <laughs> I'm just knuckling my forehead right now, eyeing Heen. <clears throat> It would appear that our kind, those of us with tainted souls, always find a way to one another, don't they? I am sorry, Zai, for the pain Karzai causes both in my life and and in your death. And I'm I'm sorry that I'm sorry that fate has robbed you of your second chance. Yeah, second chance. Fate has never been kind to me. <laughs> Nor I. Perhaps it's just fate's way of reminding us what we are and where we came from. I mean, maybe creatures like us just don't deserve second chances. Indeed. I, I, fuck birth and fuck destiny. It all comes down to choice. <clears throat> she, you see, she's now struggling a lot more with this wound that is growing and growing, encompassing more of her, her soul. I, I chose to squander my second chance so you could have yours, tiefling, so you better damn well take it. It may be the one good thing I've done with this miserable existence. Uh, I'll lean down and clasp Zai's hand in mine. <laughs> Your death, Zai, is just another cut in a lifetime of daggers. But I am better for knowing you, and I promise I, I won't waste what you've given me. The absence has spread now to the point where little is left of Zai's soul. I wanted to die in peace. Thanks for... <laughs> thanks for ruining that. Mm. After another few heartbeats, the threads of her spirit come completely undone as her essence rejoins Espis, the god from which all souls emerge and to which they all return. Goodbye, my friend. I thought you two were in the prison pocket. Well, I mean, that, that was the plan, but we actually can't eat any of the apples, and, and just sitting in there is actually really weird. So we decided we're probably going to have to fix the ship that you guys broke. Yep, and Dingleberry smells really bad, and he was just in there with us. <laughs> Dingleberry? Oh, yeah. You, you mean Darius? Yeah, that's what I said. You're insulting him. <laughs> Darius, come here. No, called him... Don't listen to that, called man. Called him Dingus. Anyway... <laughs> I don't know. You sent away the guy who could fix this with his mind. Like, 
<laughs> on that, I'll step back out. That's a fair point. <laughs> I was gonna, the whole time, I'm just staring at Heen, like, incredulously, like... I oh, see. there you two are. Can you get me more nails? Elf, what the hell did you give me? I feel horrible. I want to crawl out of my skin. I don't understand. You should not feel ill after consuming those. I don't feel ill. I just feel... Ah! And I, I shove Can... past him, and I go back up to the upper deck, just kind of clutching my ribs, Baking staring over the railing. Get out of work. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. I'm going to throw the logs down and walk to my room. Dergus follows me up on deck. I go to find Tana. Yeah. You, you find her. Tana? I'm there on the railing with my arms crossed, just kind of hugging myself. And I just don't feel like looking at him. Can I look you over one more time to make sure you're okay? Elf, I'm fine. And I want to be left in peace. What happened? I don't want to talk about it. Ask Heen and leave me alone. Okay. And for the record, don't ever give me something to make me feel better again. You've only made it worse. Very well. You watch four moon rises and pass about a dozen small islands before a land landmass dominates the horizon. This must be the path of tenacity. We're in the most patient, determined, and downright stubborn people go after death. And also, one of only two places in all of Noctara where physical life lives alongside the souls, in this case, the orcs. It's here where you've been asked to kill a group of ghost mailmen. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Uh, well, I mean, they deliver messages across Noctara. They're basically mailmen. Oh, see, that makes them sound just so, like, relaxing. This will be So fine. let me get this straight. They <laughs> died and then decided, I'm going to be a mailman <laughs> with the rest of my life. I thought this was the path of tenacity, basically, right? Well, there so, are people who play trucking simulator for fun. I think that's kind of the same thing. For the record, nothing against mailmen. We love mailmen in yeah. our family. But everything right. against trucking simulators. <laughs> <laughs> right. As Prince Morath told you, uh, the lore guild is located in the path of truth. So they're a bunch of nerds. You're surprised to see the island continent dotted by snow-covered trees. These must be damn relentless to grow here. But the ship doesn't head straight to it. Instead, it sails parallel to the island. Seems like your destination is further down. Uh, okay, guys, so uh, we're getting pretty close to where we're supposed to be, and I'm just curious. I don't think we ever really talked about it. we're supposed to We're supposed to kill some ghosts. Uh, is, is that the plan? Is that what we're going to do? Like, what if they're, what if they're like, pleasant people? I, I don't know if I can go through with that. Yes, if they're good, I don't think I can. If they're good and well-meaning, I don't think I'd find it easy to kill them. We could just ask them to switch the messages. Unfortunately, the orc was very clear. We must kill them and take their place. That's what we're going to do. If the orc said it, that's how we're going to do it. I have the magic string of messages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Atana pulls out this little, like, worm-shaped thing of light. Is that a noodle, by the way? <laughs> Guys, we have to focus. <laughs> I'm never going to learn what a noodle is. <laughs> Whatever the orc said to do, that's what we're going to do, because that's how we get our bodies back. You're blindly following whether it's the right or wrong thing to do. <sighs> Don't lecture me, elf. We'll do what we need to do. If there's a way, as JR said, to politely ask them to just switch messages, we'll do it. Let's just get to the shore. We could waylay them and not kill them, and then take their places 
and deliver the message. About first things first, we get to the shore, we get your pig off of here without getting killed by the orc for doing so because you decided to take a trinket home with you and then we'll figure he it out. He's not a trinket. Fine. He's a pig. He's a sentient caring animal. Well, he was supposed to be my pork. <laughs> now I'm going to end up getting porked by that orc. Do you understand me? <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, on this side of the world, we got foxes, we got whales, sharks, orca, seal, penguin, moose, and all manner of fish, but we ain't got no pork. Well, we don't got chicken either, but every orc I've ever met prefers red meat. Do you have noodles? Uh, no, I'm not entirely sure what that is. (laughs) Well, prod my pork. (laughs) Okay. The next morning, the captain's voice magically echoes through the ship, stirring each of you from your rest. To our esteemed guests, we're nearly there at our destination. Come meet me on deck, if you would be so kind. The five of you emerge from the kind of repaired lower deck to find that the temperature has risen a little bit, and the trees that you now sail past are no longer covered in snow. Even stranger, in the morning moonlight, you see that these trees aren't even green, but shades of orange, red, and yellow. This part of the path of tenacity must be pretty close to the divide between Vitara and Noctara. The captain, Captain Deadbeat Dick, welcomes you to the to the deck and, and motions out to this, this distant fisherman village that you're approaching very quickly. You just created a tongue twister there. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't <laughs> believe I said it. Well, oh, suckle my sack. Welcome yes! to welcome to the deck. We're almost there, so we uh I'm gonna assume that you guys have the, the pig situation figured out. Right? Alright, uh, great. So uh one last word of warning. Try not to pick any fights here. The people of the Path of Tenacity ain't malicious like the kind you're used to, but they sure love any excuse to show their strength, so, you know, try and lay low if you can. Are they tenacious by nature? That's true. You're a very smart man. I, uh, I, I, as an aside to Finian, but still not really looking at him, uh, I ask, have you, have you figured out your pork situation, or let me guess, you're just going to go up to the orc and ask him politely if you could have him. Is oh, that yeah, is that not? your plan? That's always worked for me, and then well, I offer my services just... in exchange. Fantastic. I have a much better idea. Uh, do you have anything, you know, slimy or gnarly, like the, you know, the typical things that you have in your pockets? <laughs> yes, of course I do. Fantastic. <laughs> I have some uh, mm, fermented mushroom paste. You, ew. What? <laughs> Why would Wait you? a minute. That was important enough to you that it traveled with you into the Noctara? You ain't twisting my testicles, are you? Bonus! <laughs> um, no. I'm not twisting your testicles. Oh, great. Then carry on. Just take your fermented nasty paste and, like, smear it all over Derricus's face. Just don't ask questions. Just do it. I like around his eyes? Yes. Snout. Yes. I snout. I think I see where you're going with this. Yes, just do that. And play along, elf. I take the mushroom paste after um, giving a little mushroom treat to Dergus, and I take the paste and I smear it around his eyes and his ears and his snout. It smells awful. Yeah, we're all turning green. Even his souls, you can smell this. And the (laughs) 
crew is backed away. It's giving you a wide berth. Wait, I'm already green. Do I turn tan? <laughs> you turn human color. You turn flesh color. <laughs> this fishing town, now that you're close enough to see it, is comprised of many, many buildings just kind of randomly constructed across the area. Each of them looks like they were built by hand, by, by hand and each by different hands. So there's a sort of arbitrary feel to the whole town, which is, in fact, occupied by living orcs, as well as ghosts, of course, of all ten races. And the dock spans the length of the town. It's filled with boats of various sizes. You definitely get the impression that fishing is, is a, a big deal here in this town. I can smell it. Uh, and you can see a beefy shirtless orc standing on your particular pier as if waiting for this ship. Oh, he's bigger than I thought he'd be. The captain waves to him, though without taking his eyes from the orc, he kind of nudges Tana, who's standing next to him. Well, annihilate my anus. He must be hungry to be waiting for us. He says this quietly, so, you know, the orc can't hear him. I hope this NPC will come back. Ah, uh, speaking of which, I'm going to drop you off, and then in, like, three weeks, I'm going to meet you in Quorum. I think that's where our employer said you're heading. I, I'm not entirely sure the details of your mission here, but... Neither are we. I'll be waiting for you, and then, assuming you're successful in whatever it is you're doing, I'll sail you back to Thekum where we're meeting our employee. Make sense? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thekum, right. I very much look forward to visiting Thekum again. Well, uh, good luck with the orc. Like I said, he's very fussy about his food, so... All right, well, it ain't my problem anymore. See ya. <laughs> and his crew will lower the gangplank. <laughs> Boys, I've got exactly one minute to do this, so play along and then run, because if he finds out what I've done, we're going to have a very unhappy orc on our hands. I pull my robe over my eyes and hunch over. <laughs> All right, boys, I'm rolling for friends. Bewitch this orc. All right, I got a dirty 20, boys. So nice. I think this will go well. So I, I saunter up to this orc who's a lot bigger than I expected him and, to be. And very shirtless. Yeah, it's actually a little distracting because his nipples are kind of like glistening well, it's cold. in the I moonlight. Mean, yeah. You know what I mean? But um, they're probably <clears throat> sensitive. <laughs> <clears throat> Mr. Orc, it is it is so nice to finally meet your acquaintance after being on the boat for so long. Oh, uh, who in the hell are you? I am the emissary of pork sent down here to talk to you about this pig. However, Mr. Orc, I am so sorry to tell you that this, this pig has come down with a terrible, terrible, nasty case of, um, of swine fever. Swine fever. Maggots in its stomach, uh, snot dripping out of every oh. orifice. If you eat it, the same thing will happen to you. Unless you like maggots, in which case... Uh, he, he thinks about that for a moment. <laughs> a terrible stomach ache. Oh, no, that's no good. So, um, <clears throat> we will be bringing you uh, another pig. Is it contagious? Very contagious. So oh, contagious. Oh. The most oh, contagious. Keep that away from my, from others. And I, 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 I nudge Finian to, like, go. Uh, I start walking along quickly, turn away from the work. Yeah, good idea. Uh, I'll work something out with, with the old deadbeat. Uh, thank you so much for your patience and understanding. I have heard uh, about the great kindness of orcs, and I've got ten seconds now, so I'm just going to run. Okay, uh, it was very nice uh, to meet all you. Right, uh, put that thing out of its misery. Absolutely. We're on our way to do it right now, He'll sir. call out to the other people on, on the dock to make sure to avoid this pig. And I am 
darted away chasing after the guys who are already, you know, a few spans ahead. Yeah, yeah. So you guys run into this town following a dirt path that kind of weaves and connects all of the houses and buildings that, again, are just kind of randomly placed all around. I imagine we'll hear the orc yelling in the background once he finds out what I did. After a, a few more seconds, he starts yelling, and you can't quite make out what he's saying. It's very incoherent, but... I know four-letter words when I hear them. (laughs) (laughs) Work! (laughs) Exactly. So I'm I'm like pushing the guys. Where's my fork and pork? (laughs) You did a good job charming that man. Yeah, especially since I don't feel charming at all right now. Boys, what are we doing? Is there an alley? We need to get out of the way for a while. We should probably duck into that alley over there. I point to a yeah, yeah, lots. I of thought duck. that I would feel better after getting off the boat, but I like the longer this days goes on, the like worse and like more tingly and just like super on edge I feel. So I just duck into the nearest alley I find mm-hmm. and just sort of sit with my head between my knees, trying not to lash out and maybe kill one of my pseudo friends. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Where are we supposed to find these uh, emissaries? We probably <laughs> find a tavern or a pub. Good chance we'll oh, find yes. travelers there. A nice cold one with the boys is always a great idea. I, I think I agree. We should probably go to a go to a bar. Well, yeah. but we couldn't eat those apples. Remember, Jr. I don't. Can we drink? Maybe they have ghost ale. We could try. Would you, I saw a tavern? It's just a few feet over there. I don't think we can drink, but you can try. Do not rain on my drink parade. Maybe they do have a ghost ale here. Fine. I mean, I have my pipe with some tobacco in it. If you'd like that. Uh, nope, not strong enough. <laughs> it was all fine. <laughs> I think Finian has some magic mushrooms. Won't work. Won't work on us. I'm not eating another thing from Finian ever again. I have never felt so unsettled. I really don't think it's the good berries that did that to you. To be fair, I didn't eat the good berry he gave me, so... I, I haven't touched say. his blue balls either, so I, I don't know <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. So JR and I, uh, we're going to go find a bar. Um, I, I don't know where any bars are. Do you, JR? We could probably just like walk around. I mean, I could go look. I just pointed. There's a tavern two buildings down. Oh, yeah, so let's go. Oh, yeah, yeah. I definitely heard that. I wasn't ignoring you with your <laughs> attitude today. No, not at all. We should go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even blame you, honestly. I am insufferable. I'll look between you, uh, Mo, and I'll look between Tana. I think it'd be best if I came too. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. The more, the merrier. Uh, so as we're walking, I'm going to go ahead and make my way over to Heen, and uh, I'll start whispering again. Uh, Heen, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm still getting like bad noodle vibes from Tana, and like now she's being really super rude, and I feel like the warmer she gets from the ice, because we're all in ice, and I feel like the warmer she gets, the meaner she's getting, and I'm really scared. <laughs> I do not think you have need to worry. She is... She just lost what I guess was her best friend. Well, I thought we were her best friends female friend <laughs> best female friend big difference <laughs> either way i would suggest try being nice to her i guess maybe that would cool her down again mm. that's, that's a good plan i like it okay i'll, I'll be tana your, your eyes look especially not evil today <laughs> <laughs> He's yelling to me I'm from like give, 12 feet behind. I'm going to give him a thumbs up just very subtly. My, my tail twitches in annoyance, but otherwise I say nothing. Although I have to admit, I'm, I'm a little flattered. Oh, nice. nice. 
we have a patron who named the next tavern that we encounter. Uh, Pete McPadden named this tavern the Olive Farm. Oh, good job, Pete. That's cute. That's a good name. Uh, you guys enter, and behind the counter is, again, an orc. Everyone you see here is an orc, aside from the ghosts, uh, though he's wearing a surprisingly bloodied apron. Um, but he he waves you and welcomes you in. Uh, it's morning, so there's not really a lot of people here. Welcome. What can I do for you? Uh, I think we have a few questions. Uh, we haven't been dead long. Can we can we drink, or is that weird? Is that a weird question? <laughs> I have ghost whiskey, if you like. That yes, sounds delicious. Absolutely. What if we don't have ghost gold? <laughs> <laughs> where where are you from? You you just recently arrived. We're from the path of... <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. I shoot him an icy stare. <clears throat> Good noodles. <laughs> We're from across the river. Uh, here, in, in Tenacity? <laughs> yes, welcome to the path of Tenacity. Thank you Thank so you. much. Uh, that's fine. Uh, first drink is on me. Welcome. Uh, you all died together? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, must, must be quite the story. We were uh, in a carriage accident. Yeah, it was killed <laughs> by an evil dragon. It was pretty, pretty whoa, traumatic. Whoa, whoa. We don't, we don't like talking about mm. it. Oh, I'm sorry. There, there were, there were dragons. There and were goblins. There was, uh, goblins and, and mimes. Mimes. An what? entire cart of lard. Vicious mimes. <laughs> we're still so traumatized that we're having trouble reliving the story. We'll take that whiskey now, though. Of course. I'm, I'm sorry to have brought it up. I know mm. death can be a difficult thing to process. And he'll turn and he'll he'll start pouring um, what looks like ectoplasm, like oh, cool. some like uh, viscous but ethereal liquid into containers. What color is it? it it's, is it green? It's like a glowy green clear awesome. liquid, uh, and he'll hand them out to the five of you. I'll I'll lean into you guys. Barkeep, barkeep. Is there a place I can slop my friend here? I mean, feed my friend here? <laughs> He'll lean over the counter to see the pig following you. Uh-oh. Whoa. Is, is he sick? Oh, no, he's... <clears throat> he's fine. Are you sure? It looks like he has maggots or maybe a stomachache. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I put some ointment on him earlier, uh, and he's fine now. He's just had a little bit of trouble with his eye. Oh, well... Here at the Olive Farm, we have rooms as well. Of course, when you're here, you're family. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> oh no. Good job, Pete. We, Good job. Wow. <laughs> if you would like to purchase... Oh, you don't have gold. Hmm. No, but I'm yeah, sure we, we don't can render services. I have a number of uh, useful skills I can put to use, if that will help. Great. Uh, if, you're, rooms. if you're happy to help me clean dishes, you're welcome to stay. <clears throat> Anything else I can do for you? Uh, do you happen to, to know anything about the um, um, the message guild? I'll look at you guys <laughs> like all confused. Um, the the, ma- the ghost mailman, the, the lore guild. Uh, yeah, yeah. Do you happen to know? Are they are they in town? They come through here about every week or so. When I'm, was the last time they were here? Um. Oh, let's see. Uh, five days, I think. They. You've come to the right place if you're looking for them. I have the biggest inn in all of Wolffang, so they'll probably be here in a, oh, a couple of days. Perfect. So we, so we can stay in rooms here for the next couple of days while sure, we wait? Sure, sure, sure. 
Like a good neighbor, Olive Farm is there. So. Oh, I understand that you, you're low on funds, but that is all right. The two days pass, and just as the orc suspected, by the end of the second day, you guys can hear some commotion outside. At this point, there are lots of people now in the tavern drinking, and both, both orcs and spirits drinking and, and talking. Um, it's a, a pretty social place, but you guys can, can see uh, the, the envoys enter. Are you waiting for them? In the like main tavern area, are you? I think that we're probably washing dishes. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, you're in a back room, so you hear this commotion from the front room. I put down the flagon that I'm cleaning in the dirty, smelly water that stands for a cleaning basin, and I go out to see what's happening out there. You see that um, these do, in fact, look like messengers. Prince Morath expected three of them and two guards. But this particular caravan is three messengers and six guards, triple what you were expecting. Whatever information they're carrying, it's probably pretty valuable information. Uh, you see they're led by a gith woman. Where are the rest of you? We're, we're in there washing dishes, begrudgingly. I go back in. Uh, I think the um, envoys are here. There are more of them than we were told to expect. There are six guards. I'll glance out the the little hole in the window. Yeah. Ah, yes. They, uh, a lot more of them than we would have expected. Orcs? No, no, they, they are all ghosts, but there is one gith among them. Oh, really? I'll oh. go and look and then see how many there are and see that they're actually people and just oh. hide and stiffen up. Well... Uh, I don't think this is a good idea. Maybe the maybe the <laughs> maybe the elf was right. Maybe you can just go out there and and talk to her. I mean, you are both gith. You can you can speak and my eyes go wide at this and I just drop the dishes I'm currently holding just clattering them to the ground. No, that would be most ill-advised. Why? If if I go out there and she can tell that I am we are here potentially to kill her. Our entire plan unfurls. Well, don't oh, tell why? her. I, I cannot lie to another gith. Honor? Yeah, but I don't. I, I'm so, I don't understand. She will simply read my mind and know my intentions here. Oh, read she can your read mind. My, what? Uh, uh, I say what? we just we just leave. Wait, whoa, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, we Wait. failed. No. I mean, that's not that bad. Uh, let's just go. Jr., you've missed something very. But what do you mean she can read, read your, your mind? mind. Yeah, oh, so you, do you not know that all gith are telepathic? What? Wait, does, that, does Wait. that mean you can read minds? You've been reading our minds this whole time. Well, yes, I can read my... No, I have not been reading your minds. I okay, promise. good. So you didn't see my, my training montage with Sensei. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I was thinking some pretty <laughs> bad stuff. I feel like this is something that you should have disclosed earlier, gith. I thought it was common knowledge. This is like third date. Uh, conversation. Yeah. <laughs> 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 is it not taught in schools anymore? It was part of what made the Gith Empire originally so powerful. Uh, uh, never mind. Anyway, yes, all Gith are telepathic in the same way that you convey information with your mouths, we convey information with our mind. The only difference being that mm, the analogy is not good. In If I see her and she sees me, 
we can both tell information about each other that was not verbally spoken. In the same way you see with your eyes and you can tell someone's race or gender, but you cannot tell their name, we can tell their name. For example, I just saw her, and um, I can tell you her name is Rizarin. She's, she's definitely the leader of that group, and she comes from Nuzerai. Her intentions are very seriously to deliver whatever messages she is carrying. We are not going to be able to bribe her nor talk her out of this. Well, so we tried. We Let's do? go. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fine that we're... Uh, JR, maybe I mean, you we should go just, talk uh, to them. Not maybe JR. I'll just stay here. <laughs> but, but I should clarify. I should clarify. That is only if she reads my mind. She will not read one of your minds. How do you know? Because even though she possesses the capability, Githa taught from a very young age that it is the highest of infractions for personal freedoms and individuality. We value those above all else. And it would be unthinkable for her to read your mind without your permission. So what you're saying is under no circumstances will she read our mind without our permission? Absolutely not. In the same way I have not read yours. Okay, wait. So then I got a plan then. Uh, I'll go out there as like a dish boy because I've been doing that. And I'll go see if like they need more more water or something. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Yes, I like this plan. I'll stay right here. (laughs) Would we know if... Our minds were being read? You'll, if it has not happened before, you will feel a new and unique feeling in your brain. Perhaps like a pressure, uh, it manifests differently for everyone. Okay, I'm going I'm to go out there and see if they need more water or anything, and then and we'll see how they react to me. Yes, yes, I'll be right here. Okay. okay. I'll, uh, I'll like tidy up my little apron that mm-hmm. I'm wearing, and then uh, I'll go through the little swingy door. Yeah. And I'll walk over. Yeah, um, she's talking with the orc, but you can interrupt. Uh, uh, hello, everyone. Uh, I, I see this is a really big group. Uh, would anyone like any fresh water uh, or anything? The, the three envoys and the six guards will immediately turn to face you, like, all at once. Oh. <laughs> uh, the, the, the four of us are, like, watching through the crack of the door with bated breaths. They're, you, like, four heads. I'm not <laughs> directly behind Vertical. Yeah, yeah. Not even looking. You feel uh, a new and unique sensation in your brain, like <laughs> a sort of pressure. And the gift cocks your head and says, ah. You are here to kill us and deliver a falsified message to Coram. Guards, kill them and take one for interrogation. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll turn around and look at the four of them. Uh, uh-oh, guys. <laughs> All six guards will immediately lower their ghostly pikes at you and charge forward. Yeah. I need everyone to roll initiative. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Okay, that's not bad. Mo, what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a 15. Hmm? 17. Tana? 14. JR? 16. And Finian? 14. All very good rolls. I'm going to tell you JR is just sweating right now. We were all uh, <laughs> somewhat on edge in this right. circumstance anyway, so it makes sense we were. Well, the, the closest guard will charge you and attack you with his pike. Uh, and he misses with a natural one, in fact. Ah. It's, it's just there's too many people in here and a pike is a really awkward long weapon to be using falls here. On his face. Heen, it is your turn. So I'm going to step out of the kitchen now because this is going to become really cluster and I also <laughs> don't want to be near Tana when she's about to cast magic. Such a good idea right now. <laughs> Such a good idea. You know, since I've been washing dishes in the floor and everything, I forgot I'd left my uh, big bowl of soupy water on top of the bar <laughs> just very briefly. I'm sure the bar owner would have yelled at me for this, so I'm kind of glad, frankly. And I'm going to conjure a boot very quickly right next to it. I'm just going to use my construct to kick the, the soapy water onto the ground near the emissaries. <laughs> Make it super slippery. Exactly. Perfect. JR, it is your turn. 
I'm just gonna stay where I am, just frozen, holding my cane like it's a sword. The second guard will attack you. <laughs> he will make a deck save uh, to not slip on the soap, and he fails. <laughs> Again with a natural one. Wow. Oh boy. He falls to the ground and slides a little bit, um, making just enough noise that now other people in the bar are starting to realize what's going on. The third one will attempt to attack you. And he will also fail his deck save and slide and collapse into the other one. Modus, it is now your turn. There are two guards just on the ground in front. I guess three guards on the ground in front of you. Uh, is there, is there anything on the bar? By oh chance, yeah, tons or? of drinks, and and the patrons who are sitting at the bar have now turned like to watch what's going on. Uh, I, I'm gonna look around, panicked, and then uh, I'll go. Oh wait, wait! I've seen Sensei do this before, and then I'll grab one of the like open, just like an open um, beer, cu- a cup yeah. of beer in it, and then I'm gonna take the beer and I'm gonna throw it in the in the female guest's face, <laughs> and then I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna try and make a performance. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, you can't hit on me like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I rolled uh, I rolled a four. <laughs> oh. No one believes she was hitting on you. However, more and more people are watching and more and more people are intrigued like wait what's going on? It is now her turn. I need you to make a strength saving throw. DC fifteen. Oh I rolled a fifteen and I'm proficient in it, so that's Great. neat. So you you pass. You take Four force damage. She reaches out her hand, and it seems like your body is being squeezed by nothing, by the air around you, but you're able to resist enough that she doesn't throw you about. The orc who she was talking to sees her attack you like this, and he calls out loud for everyone, loud enough for everyone to hear him. How dare you start a fight in my inn? Hey, everyone, let your guests a proper path of tenacity welcome. Oh, beautiful. Every single orc and spirit in the bar stands up, improvised weapons at the ready, and sleeves sleeves rolled up. (laughs) The gift woman takes a step away from you and from the crowd. Interfere with our business, and you too shall... And she's cut off as a completely full vodka glass slams into the side of her head. And the bar erupts into a brawl. The fifth of the six guards will now attack you, but he's going to be very careful. Seeing that the, the, the four before him all fell. So he's not going to move. He's just going to try and spear you. He hits. And he hits you for five piercing damage. Owie. Finny, and it is your turn. I'm going to um, activate the Halo of Spores, calling upon the spirits of decay in the forest. I pull out that nasty, goopy stuff that you saw before, and I spread a little under like, under my eyes, and it's got like kind of a brown color. Like uh. mushroom more paint? It's mushroom more paint, and it stinks <laughs> something awful. And you see like this kind of weird cloud of what looks like like dust, but it smells like kind of funky rot going around my head. And um, my eyes kind of shift in color and they kind of turn like this, like kind of glimmering brown yellow color. Gross. Yeah. Is that your turn? Um, and then I. <laughs> and Durgus, I tell him to go back into the kitchen. Yeah, into the, into you don't the... have to ask him twice. He's out in there. <laughs> Is he going to go finish the dishes for us? <laughs> 
You might clean them. <laughs> Tana, it is your turn. Can you help me understand where everyone's standing just for a quick moment? Right. So the, the envoys, the three envoys and the six guards are all kind of standing near each other okay. with Modus in front of them. And the patrons of the tavern have all stood up and they've started to kind of begin this brawl, but they haven't closed in on the group yet. I don't know why, but I feel so much better. Like as chaos just erupts around me, like my headache is gone. I'm I'm almost cheerful. So I leap up on the bar. I've got a couple extra sorcery points here. I make sure that Mo is out of my angle of attack, and I throw up my hands, which are just engulfed in flames that are so hot they are white. And I send everything I have as a burning hands attack at these nine clustered baddies. They will make dexterity saves. Three of the guards fail. Three of them succeed. The leader of the envoys fails. And the other two envoys, uh, one passes, one fails. I'm going to cast this as a level two spell using four dice. I'm going to reroll one of them using my other sorcery point. And I've got three, three, two, and two. For, what is that, 10? Tana, this fire erupts from your outstretched hands and incinerates these nine people, though they are still alive. I mean, they're dead, but they're alive. (laughs) But one other thing happens. One other very important thing. A thick, dark smoke that smells very strongly of brimstone begins billowing outward from your soul, just in all directions. Oh, that's never happened before. Very quickly (laughs) filling the tavern. It becomes so thick, in fact, that your vision, all of your vision, is reduced to about five feet. Between the sudden smoke and people yelling about a potential fire, the what was starting as a brawl transforms into something akin to a very violent mosh pit. The good news, however, Tana, is you immediately feel better. Like, whatever was weighing on you is gone. It's like, kind of like pooping away a stomach ache. Yeah! I just had the best poop of my life. (laughs) I'm going to smell that. Oh, hell no. (laughs) One of the envoys who is on fire feel a stream of necrotic energy emerge from the the fog, the smoke, from one of the envoys. I need you to make a DC 13 constitution save. Not constitution. Wait, yep. (laughs) That that looks like the face of a failure. Okay. And you need to take four necrotic damage. Mo, one of the other envoys who can't see Tana, but he steps forward, you see him. He's one of the librarian mage looking ones. Uh, He will begin weaving a spell and the air around you will harden and darts will shoot at you from front just of the air are they like of the magic missile yeah (laughs) persuasion so i saw this interesting thing on discord that said like you should allow monks to catch those oh wait because they're it was in it was in our discord wait do you have yeah you know what I'll rule of cool it. Yeah, you can catch the... Nice. They're, they're, 
three of them? There are three darts, so I, I guess you can catch one. Yeah, I think I can only catch no one. No kidding. And this happens This happens uh, so not often that I have to re-look up how to deflect the missile, so... So you... A moment. <laughs> you roll a d10 and add your level. Ah, okay. If you reduce the damage to zero, you can throw it back. Yeah, you catch it and throw it back. Okay, so you auto-pass them. Because magic missiles 1d4 plus 1. Well, if I roll a 1, I can't. Uh, okay. So because our DM is so gracious and nice, <laughs> he's allowing me to catch a magic missile, maybe, with my monk powers. Uh, how does a 2 look? Uh, you successfully catch <laughs> one of the three. <laughs> you take 7 force damage from the two that hit you. Ooh. You can now deflect the one that you caught back at the mage. His eyes go wide as you catch one of these supposedly uncounterable, <laughs> un- unstoppable uh, little shards of air. I, I feel like I slipped on the soap, and as I was falling backwards, I grabbed it, <laughs> like kind of to balance myself, and then threw it back at him. <laughs> Would you like to roll damage? Uh, it's yes, one d4 a... plus one. Ooh. He'll take... Ooh, five. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> enough to kill him. <laughs> uh, I think you drop this, and then I'll throw it back at him. The other guards who are beginning to stand up are like, oh my god. <laughs> at this point, the undulating crowd of people is becoming increasingly crazy, and you through the smoke can see that people are reaching like in from the smoke grabbing guards and pulling them into the abyss oh. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and you can hear their screaming as they're being pulled away and outside of the tavern tenacious badasses the first guard who attack you Mo will attack you again and this time he hits Uh-oh. he hits you for four piercing Ooh. damage they are rolling terribly Heen, it is your turn. All right, so before the smoke just erupted everywhere, I still had line of sight on the on the female gift. Yes. I know I'm a telepath, and I know what her next action is. Or at least I'm going to try and read the DM's mind here. Here we go. <laughs> Knowing that she's, I'm going to say telekinesis, I'm going to ready, I'm going to ready a, a projection of one of the bar plates that we use to bring out all of the beers on. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ready it to save Tana from the projectile that's definitely coming her way. And I'm going to assume she was arrogant. So I'm going to assume she's standing still. She's one of those leader types that's like, I'm too good to move. (laughs) So I'm going to assume it's coming from where I last saw her standing. Okay. And I'm going to ready for that. Great. Great. Wow. JR, it is your turn. Thanks, buddy. Well, I'm going (laughs) to crawl out and hide behind the bar. Like, okay, you got this. Door during self protection. <laughs> Turn him into bacon first chance you get. Just look out and just use my action to hide. One of the guards. <laughs> no, one of the guards who is in front of you will go to spear you with his pike, but his pike will be grabbed by one of the other ghosts. And then more and more hands will reach in, and then before you know it, that guard's gone. He's just yanked away, trampled by this undulating crowd. Leaving you, it is now your turn. Just standing, there's still one more guard near you. I'll be breathing pretty hard here. <sighs> and then I'll take one more look around the room. Is there anything I can grab? Only to, the to... things within line of sight. Uh, there's, um, you're backed up to the, the bar, I believe. Oh, yeah, I, I, I've been getting my ass kicked, so I think I've been pushed backwards. Uh, there's there's some glasses. There's a little hand mirror that you've seen the uh, the orc use for his very luscious hair. <laughs> if I hadn't said that earlier, it's now canon. <laughs> I'll, I'll kind of look around. Okay, wait a second. And then I'll grab the mirror. 
since I said breaking these causes seven years of bad luck, and then I'll throw the mirror at the guard I can see. Mm. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> our one of our patrons, Pete McPadden, who I've mentioned already this episode, would like to replace that role of yours. Oh no. Uh oh. He, Guys, this role's gonna matter. I am not doing good. <laughs> come on, he Pete, has come replaced on. your role, the natural role, before modifiers ah, okay. with a thirteen. Ooh, oh, nice. Um, Thanks, Pete. Well, here's a question for the DM: Would you count that as an improvised weapon if I threw it, or should I just run over and? Yeah. Hit it with oh, it? it's improvised. Okay. Cool. Cool. Good. Good. Let's see. Oh wait, why did I roll? I get a thirteen. Thank you, Pete. Um, <laughs> that will be a eighteen. That hits. And he will take. He'll take five damage. And how many years? Of bad and luck? how many years of bad luck? <laughs> uh, roll a d8 for me. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Four. Four years of bad luck. Nice. If he lives through this. Uh oh. Tana, a series of bolts emerge from the the smoke, aimed directly at you from exactly where the gif is standing. Got him. <laughs> uh, and they collide with your your tray, I think it was. Yeah, so right as the projectiles come billowing through the smoke and the smoke is all dispersed by it, you'll see a tray uh, spring into action and swat the very first one away. Beautiful. It was one large one. Tana, emerging from the smoke, uh, you don't see anything, but you see the smoke kind of wave as something invisible is shot through it. And then suddenly a tray materializes in front of you and takes the hit. The tray tries to swat the attack out of the, out of the air and Damn. it'll block the next seven damage from it. All right, she does more than seven damage. So it looks like the tray explodes into pieces. Oh, but damn. The pieces dissipate. They explode outwards, but then sl- quickly just fade into nothingness again. But some of the attack still gets through to you. Some of this, this psychic force slams into you. You take four psychic damage, and I need you to make a strength save. <laughs> the, the dice fell on my level once, right? Okay, that, that's 15. That is exactly enough to not be pushed behind the bar by the force. <laughs> Beautiful. Great. As I spit out blood, I'm pretty angry right now. Um, I've had it up to here with this gift lady, and I just feel so much better. So, um, yeah, I'm going to throw up my hands and beat the shit out of this bitch with hellish rebuke. <laughs> she... And unlike hers, my damage is not psychic. Mine is hardcore Emotional. (laughs) She she fails the save, so she takes full damage from your fire. Love it. 14. She takes 14 fire damage, and you can see exactly where she was standing. Now there's, like, the faint fire peeking through the thick smoke. That was not your turn. Whose turn was that? That was mine. Uh, One of the guards will charge forward to try and protect her. And he will run straight towards the counter, pike at the ready, and he will attack you as he emerges from the smoke. <laughs> and he hits you for five piercing damage. It's such trouble. <laughs> Finian, it is your turn. I take a little orange and red mushroom out of my hand. Bonus action. A flame emerges from my hand. Looks like a large flaming scimitar. Of course, nobody can see it because visibility is very poor. Right. But there's a glow emid- emitting from this thing, so you can see a glow. And uh, I move... Uh, I, I, I make my move toward Lady Gith, and uh, I attack. 
with this flaming scimitar. Yeah, you find she's trying to put out the fires that are now consuming her. And I roll a natural one. Um, it's too hazy and smoky <laughs> and stinky in here for me to hit anything. It misses. Unfortunately, it misses. Tana, it is your turn. Uh, I've got... Uh, I've got two points left uh, for my health points, so I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna throw up Blade Ward, yeah. and I'm gonna dive behind the bar. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of like broken mirror glass back <laughs> and here. JR. <laughs> and, what the hell are you doing back here? Oh. <laughs> Seriously, you've just been sitting back here the whole time while we're up there bleeding, as I'm like like spitting blood on him. <laughs> The the brawl thickens and and Mo, you're expecting more of them to attack you, but you you don't see any of them. Occasionally, you see like someone brushes up against you, uh, in this in this fight, but no one is attacking you. Oh, thank God! And things have really not quieted down, though a lot of this this mass has made its way out into the alleyway, so it is becoming a lot calmer in here. And they must have taken a lot of the envoys and guards with them, because you seem to be alone in your little area. He, it is your turn. Seeing that my friends just dove behind the bar, and um, there's still just an absolute chaos going on over there. Something feels weird, something feels a little bit right, and is calling me into that chaos. So I'm going to go run into the chaos, and my, my actions are just moving on my own, and I'm going to a long pointy stick, a javelin shows up in my hand and I'm going to hurl it instinctively into the mayhem. Are you aiming anywhere in particular? No. Okay. Welcome oh. to the chaos, my friend. Um, we have two bad noodles. <laughs> <laughs> Make an attack roll. All right, so this is a projected item. So in fact, it's actually made of the same projected astral constructs I've been using. Uh, so with that, I'm going to have an 18 on this. Uh, the javelin flies and disappears into the smoke, and you hear, "Hey!" <laughs> <laughs> oh no! My apologies. I was aiming for one of the emissaries. No way I can use this. <laughs> I'm gonna let it stay. It's gonna stick in him, and I, right. I assume he's just gonna pull it out with a nice, like, squishy, disgusting <laughs> sound. Jr. It is your turn. I'll look up. No, no. <laughs> Not now. God, why aren't you here to help me? I'll start saying that to myself. I, so you're wow. behind the bar with me now? Uh-huh. Yeah, you just see fear in my head. Oh, my gosh. Mo. <laughs> Do you need a hug? <laughs> a fire? <laughs> Still breathing super, super heavy and moving really slow. Uh, I'll, I'll look around. Is the um, is the girl Geth, Geth around? You or? can see the... the remaining embers of the fire uh, maybe 10, 15 feet away from you. Uh, I guess I'm just going to take a quick look around. Is, is anyone looking at me? You don't see any. No one is within five feet of you. Okay, I'm just going to go really loud. Oh, oh, no, that one hurt too much and I'm going to fall over and pretend like I got knocked down. All <laughs> 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 well, in my turn. This fight's going great. <laughs> Heen, you feel the intrusion of a gif in your mind, but not the natural telepathy you're used to. It seems like she's found you and she's trying to harm you. Okay. Make a DC 15 wisdom save. 
Thankfully, as a gift, I'm proficient in this. It doesn't matter, though, because it's a five. <laughs> Take ten psychic damage. Ooh, okay. And you have disadvantage mm. on all attacks against her uh, until her turn. Oh, until your next turn. Oh, all right. That's that's okay. I'm I'm still good. Finian. Did she just make an attack? She did. On him. So uh, she's yes. going to have to make a constitution save. From the stink? Yes. I brought the stink with me? She brought the stink onto herself. <laughs> she, she seems completely, like she is completely ignoring you. She is hard focused on she the gift and turn, the smoke. Right. Yes. Yeah. She makes a con save. She con. fails. Okay. So she takes five points of necrotic damage. She is too focused to notice this, but you see that, that her soul is unraveling. Your spores are having some kind of negative interaction with her. Yes. It is now your turn. <laughs> she is walking away from you, Finian. She's walking away towards... Am I getting a... Yes, you may make an attack of opportunity. Absolutely. <clears throat> I will use that flaming scimitar that's yeah. in my hand. And hopefully roll better than a one. And that'll hit. That's a 21. That certainly hits. She's not wearing armor. Eight points of damage. That was enough to stop her in her tracks, and she turns now to face you. And it is your turn. And I'm going to try to hit her again. It's not so great. Ten. That just misses. Tana, you are behind the bar with a cowering JR <laughs> and a pig who seems fine. <laughs> Can I see anything that's happening? Are you you're peeking over I am the counter? Yeah, I'm peeking over the counter. Uh, you heard that Mo was hit by something and you heard him fall to the ground, but you don't see anyone around. I don't I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty beaten up right now. I don't have a lot of health left, so I just I well I I have to give the pig a head scratch, of course. Um, but then I uh, oh and I say hi to Dergus too. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's not a lot I could do right now without killing myself, so I just I just turn to JR and I'm I'm shaking him by the shoulders like what is wrong with you? Go out there and help. I, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Punch an emissary in the face. I'm going to be real. I haven't been in a fight ever. I just graduated two years ago. Oh, man. <laughs> all right, dude. I, I mean, we're all out there bleeding and, and getting hit by javelins and stuff. But if you just want to sit here cowering, that's fine. I will try and get some of my strength back and go out there again if you won't. But in the meantime, I'm just going to sit here and sort well, of Well, here, like, I have a good berry. <laughs> Do you actually? Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I happily take it. I mean, at three health, health points, I'm, I guess I'm thriving now. Yeah, the elf gave it to me. Fuck. <laughs> Do you still eat it? I already ate oh, it. Oh, yeah, I'm just clutching my stomach now, waiting for, you know, death to come. Heen, you can hear at this point a lot of the brawl has made its way outside, and it's kind of calmed down in here except for the gif voice you hear in your mind. Show yourself. Why would you impede our truth? Originally, our intentions were malice. We were here to kill you. We were here to take back our lives that were taken from us. But now, I see you've abandoned the old ways. You've abandoned the ways of the gif. You're nothing more than a mage now. 
using your telepathy to read others' minds. I spit on you. No, I don't just spit on you. I am Heen, and I will cleave you in half, mage. She needs to make a DC 14 wisdom save as I take the psionic attack she just did to me, and I'm going to grab it in my mind and throw it back at her, trying to cut her brain figuratively in half. Are you doing like an Uno reverse? (laughs) (laughs) She rolls a nine and fails. I'm going to dump two of my three psionic points into this and add an extra 2d8 to the attack. That's some damage. For a total of 14. You hear her voice scream out in your mind as she takes 14 emotional damage. And that scream... (laughs) (laughs) She's going to need so much therapy. (laughs) She's going to need more than that. The scream abruptly cuts off. A small smile and smirk just comes across my face as, you know, the tavern's clearing out of the smoke slightly, and I'm going to stand there, now slightly out of the way of the brawl. That felt good. And that is where we'll continue next week. But before then, I would like each of you to level up, and you'll start next episode as level four. Yay, health. (laughs) Teamwork. Yeah, JR, teamwork. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta think. Iron Jaw XOO. He is our uh, first, I believe, Celestial. That's right. That's right. Patreon. So let's go Aww. ahead and give him a shout out. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. You guys are the best. Go Iron Jaw. <laughs> if you would like to affect the story like they did, come roll with us on Facebook, Patreon, and Discord. As always, I'd like to thank Tabletop Audio, Sword Coast Soundscapes, and Serpent Sound Studios for our music. And that is all I have for today. JR. I'm just going to smear a big thing of blood across your beautiful clothes. Okay, that's all.